0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Autism Office Hours. I'd like to thank you all so much for joining us today. I am Jamie Swalby, and it's such a pleasure to be here with you all and to be joined by this wonderful group of individuals who bring so much expertise um, to our to our topic today. Um, And our topic is the importance of exercise as an evidence-based practice for individuals with autism. And today I have with me, um, and I'm just so lucky, thank you all for being here. Um, I have with me Lauren Lewis, Marit Raleigh, and Felicia Navarez. And you will all bring so much to the conversation today and I think it would be fantastic if you each could introduce yourself so I don't miss out on something in, in the wonderful pieces, the wonderful things that you all are bringing. So let's begin with Lauren. Can you introduce yourself, please? Sure.
1: Thanks, Jamie. I'm, I'm glad to be here. Yes, I am a health education consultant for employee wellness at UNM. And so I'm I work with human resources. So we provide a bunch of wellness resources for our employees, our faculty and staff at the university. My background is primarily in fitness. I do have a master's in community health education from UNM, so I'm I'm able to provide all sorts of wellness information and support, but really my, my primary focus is fitness, physical activity, as well as my passion. I'm a certified personal trainer and a fitness instructor. And so that's really where uh, a lot of my knowledge lies, is in physical activity and exercise.
0: Fantastic! Thanks for being here, Lauren. Uh, what about Marit? Can you introduce yourself, please?
2: Sure. First off, it's good. It's uh, good to be here, and uh, I I'm an admin staff at uh, the C uh, at the CDD and I'm also a person with autism. So I have some relation with the community and uh, I, I exercise as part of my everyday routine and I've kept it going for the last 15 years.
0: <laughs> That's incredible. Um, I, I'm really looking forward to, to seeing how you kept that going Marit. Okay, Felicia, what about you? Can you introduce yourself?
3: Hi, good morning, everybody. My name is Felicia Navarez and I am an educational consultant with the Center for Development and Disability out of the University of New Mexico. Um, I work on what we call the autism school team. I get to travel the state of New Mexico. Well, prior COVID, I traveled the state of New Mexico um, and assisted teachers, Admin, parents, students, um, and just learning more about autism and how we can best support our students with autism in uh, a school setting. And so, I'm really happy to be here today. And, Marit, you are amazing. 15 years of exercise. I'm, i I want to be like you, because I'm. I'm not there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's, oh gosh, so good. And and I am Jamie Swalby. I also work at the Center for Development and Disability. I'm a senior program therapist, and I work on the Autism and Provider Resource Team. And um, I've also spent time working with newly diagnosed families through parent home training um, around the state, working with families in their homes. And I know so many families that that say, gosh, my child has so much energy and, and how do we do this and what do we do? And I'm really excited for the conversation today. As always with Autism Office Hours, we have reached out to the autism community to gather questions firsthand that they may have about using exercise or implementing exercise into their daily routines. And I mean, to bring us back, it is exercise is an evidence-based practice for autism. And so it's definitely something that um, we, research shows that it works. And so the questions that we have, I think you all are gonna bring such great insight into, and let's start off with this first question. And we received this question, would you like to add exercise I would like to add exercise into an everyday routine. What would you suggest to make it not only work, but fun as well? So jump in with thoughts, anybody.
1: Well, I will start by saying this, if you're new to fitness and this is Lauren speaking, so you're, you're a certified personal trainer talking here. And I've met with so many clients over the years. And usually that the people I meet with are very new to fitness trying to make it a consistent routine and that's the key word consistent, so we need to set people up for success right off the bat. When they want to adopt physical activity on a daily basis what's going to make you most consistent and the two things I really tell people to focus on is start small and find what you enjoy doing. What kind of movement, and I call it joyful movement, what kind of movement do you really love that makes you feel good in your body and express, you know, helps you express yourself in a way that really makes you feel good? That's what we're after really in the beginning. And then we can get further down the road as you start to get more consistent on maybe challenging yourself a little bit more, adding a little bit more to your routine. But I would say start small, And find what you enjoy doing for your movement.
0: That it it makes me think of Marit and her 15 years. Marit, do you have something to add to this?
2: Well, uh, for starters, uh, if not on, for starters, uh, if you're Finding fitness to be added to a routine, uh, not just the fit, not just whatever activity you you want to do, but also find the environment as well. Definitely, I really loved
3: how Lauren used the word uh, joyful movement. Um, so, when I um, throughout this discussion, I'll be referencing. Um, the AIM uh, packet of information, I'm sorry, the AFFIRM packet of information. So um, it is an autism focused intervention resources modules. And it's somewhere that you can go online if you go to affirm.com. Um, it has a list of all of the evidence-based practices for individuals with autism. And in there is the exercise. Um, you can click on that and it'll give you an EBP. So an um, evidence, of base, evidence of best practices packet of information and so things that I talk about are going to be coming from this packet of information um, and it's also information that you can go find later on um, when you're looking for this but in this packet we talk about how um, what what they talk about is how when we begin this um, starting at your own pace and starting finding a movement and an exercise that is joyful so you don't necessarily have to start with burpees and 100 jumping jacks and you know 100 sit-ups you can start with riding a bike or you can start with jumping rope and doing um simple stretches so you can work your way up to what you're doing and enjoy what you're doing as you're going it doesn't have to be something that you don't like it can be something you can definitely something a movement that you enjoy doing
0: that sounds, it all sounds so great. Everything you you all have said so far, it, it just rings true. And I, again, come back to thinking in my work with families of kids and every individual has their own kind of movements that make them joyful. And that is such a key, that's a key takeaway for me. Um, and, and it also, it, it brings us into our next question And that question that we received from the community is, how important is exercise for someone with autism? What are the benefits that come with it?
3: Um, So I wanna talk about a benefit that I don't think we always think of um, when we exercise, because when we think of, and Lauren can talk to this, we think of becoming healthier um, and those health benefits of exercising. But for an individual or maybe a family with an individual with autism, one of the benefits can be a social interaction because inter- exercise doesn't have to be individual. It doesn't need to be just one person. It might be um, kickball out at the park with a couple of friends. And now we have that social interaction and we're working on so much more than just running and jumping, even though that's just as important. And, can be extremely helpful for, um, for reducing undesired behaviors or completing tasks and different things like that. But now we have that social interaction. So we're building in two different things. We're building friendship and um, we get to have that practice. So um, I think an additional benefit from exercise is not only becoming healthier, but having that social interaction with different people around you.
0: That makes a lot of sense. <clears throat> Marit, how important is exercise for someone with autism and what are the benefits that come with it?
2: Well, the as Felicia says, uh, in my 15 years of exercise, of how I've been doing exercise is that there is a social connection. There is that social connection. And also with with exercise, not only trying to burn cal lose weight and be healthier, it also, also helps cha- it also adds a, a it also gives your brain and a- brain an activity to bend and learn and Learn a new skill, and learn a new skill, and it's also a great, and it's also a great str- it's also a great way to, let reduce stress and anxiety from either, either in the morning or even in the afternoon. If you had a, if you had like a, a rough day, and exercise is an excellent way to, release all the acts. Access energy. That's a
0: fantastic point that I don't think we've brought up yet, Marit. And so thank you about bringing up anxiety. Um, it, it sure can help with that. Um, any other thoughts about this one, the benefits?
1: Well, I just want to say I really love that Marit and Felicia. Uh, went the direction they did with that with that question in saying that it's beyond just what exercise does for you physically. It, It goes beyond that, and I think when we realize those benefits of mental health and reducing stress and anxiety and giving you an outlet for social connection, then we start to view exercise in a much more meaningful way and something that you want to adopt on a daily basis or on a consistent basis, because it does so much more for you. When I talk to clients, and and this is getting into why, answering why you would work out, why would you make fitness as part of your daily routine? And a lot of clients, obviously the top answers are, I want to lose weight. I want to burn calories. I want to look a certain way. And while that's, fine, I I have people dig a little bit deeper of why would you move your body? What does that do for you beyond burning calories, beyond losing weight, beyond just the physical stuff? And if you can find a deeper why, then you're honestly more likely to adopt a physical activity uh, routine for the long term versus the short term, which we see with the new year People are really raring to go, I got to lose this 10 pounds I gained, especially now with COVID. And so people get all worked up in the first of the new year, but then they immediately get burned out because they try to take on too much and their why is not deep enough. You've got to dig a little bit deeper of why would it be important for me to move my body? And so Felicia and Marit really touched upon those other deeper whys and benefits to movement. It's...
0: I feel what you're saying rings so true for families. Um, often families have said to me that they feel as if it's adding more to their day, but everything you brought for this second part of this in the benefits, you know, decreasing anxiety and the social piece, it, it, it really is enhancing. It can enhance, um, the life of your loved one and not just feel like it's adding to, maybe you add in the exercise, but then it might decrease other things, which would make it easier sort of in the bigger picture.
3: Yeah, most definitely like, um, so research has shown that exercising and it can be exercising before a complicated task might help that individual and any individual, not just an individual with autism, but any individual Complete that task or have an ability to sit longer for that task. Um, and so that just is overall in general, not necessarily just for an individual with autism, but there are so many benefits that I mean, I think the list goes on and on of getting to what that exercise is. And it's just being able to start that and have that motivation to start that.
1: And, and I'll just jump in real quick. I, I always go back to what our ancestors did and just the primal, where we came from and what we were designed to do. And we were designed to move our bodies. And so in the modern age, we are definitely getting further and further away from that. And as you can see, we're all sitting here in front of a screen. And this is what most of us do these days. And just with the modern technology and things being more accessible, we don't have to move as much. But we should look back to what you know, our ancestors did. A lot of them were migrating uh, to different nomadic. They had to hunt and gather their food. We were born and designed to move. And the benefits, again, of movement on a daily basis isn't just the physical it is definitely like felicia was just saying it helps you focus get that mental clarity so you can take on the daily tasks that are going to come up the other daily challenges i always say moving your body actually builds resiliency so you can take on difficult tasks in your everyday life which are going to happen and so if you can prepare yourself for that and Exercise is one of the best ways to prepare yourselves for other life challenges. Then you're doing you're doing a good thing there.
0: That was beautifully said. Thank you, for, thank you for adding that in. Um, our last our last question that that we came up with or that was brought to our attention was for an individual with low flexibility, low muscle tone, and who is overweight. What form of exercise do you suggest to help them get started?
1: Okay, so as a personal trainer, if I had a client like that, that listed those things, again, I want to start small with that individual. I want to meet them where they're at. So it really does come down to uh, doing a movement assessment with that individual to see when they say they have low flexibility, um, you know, when they're, Uh, Low muscle strength or muscle endurance. Okay, where do I start with that individual. So there's all different ways to modify certain exercises. And but I will stress that, yes, when we talk about exercise, we do want to focus on strength and cardio. Um, So say you got into a routine of just moving, maybe that's walking for 10 minutes, maybe that's marching in place at your desk. 20 seconds uh, intervals and then resting for 10 seconds. Say you got into a good consistent routine. Okay, so let's see if we can add some strength exercises like squats. Start working on your push-up. These are functional movements that we need in everyday life. You need to be able to get up off the floor. You need to be able to get out of your chair. And so that's squats and push-ups right there, pulling movements, lunging. So I... I would say uh, don't be afraid to start trying those movements. In the fitness world now, it's a little bit difficult because you know we want to meet with people in person so we can correct form and, and modify appropriately for that person. But there's tons of online resources as well. And myself, I'm doing a lot of fitness consults online, so it's still doable. So I can show the proper form and then walk that individual through it. But I, the focus should be as you get going, how can I get more strength exercises, body weight? You don't need a bunch of equipment to start. You can just use your body weight doing things like squats and pushups and then getting some cardio in. Again, it doesn't have to be this long endurance run, uh, but we wanna do things safely. We wanna prevent injury. So you, it really does depend on the individual and where they're, where they're starting in their fitness level. But really, we do want to focus on things such as strength and
0: cardio. That's a fantastic, fantastic thought um, for that. Marit, what are your additions to this question, your thoughts?
2: Well, I would go with Laura's answer for starting off, starting off small to get moving around, even if it's uh, 15 and woke up to 30 minutes, and and then uh, after and if after you make that more consistent, then bump up to like 40 an additional 15 to an hour, and also and and also an added to the or if you want to still keep it small before building up. You can add like five or ten minutes of basic stretches to stretches to build that flex, to help build that flexibility.
0: Marit, I heard you say consistency and it, it feels like we're coming back that full circle. It really is important to be consistent with with your activities so that you can um, build that time in that you're talking about. It's so important. What other thoughts do you have about this? Anybody have about this one?
3: Well, I kind of wanted to look at it um, as from a parent perspective. And so if a parent is trying to work on getting their child to be a little bit more active, um, So starting off as a parent, like where do you start? Do you just pick any exercise, like anything at all? Um, Going back to those joyful movements, different things like that. So if you're a parent and if you're looking at where you can start, um, one of your first steps can be is to identify a plan. So you wanna figure out what you wanna do. Is it movement? Is it certain movement? Do you wanna work on time? Are you building up time from two minutes to five to 10, whatever it may be? and then you want to work on um, making that action together. So maybe parent and child get to do some exercise together um, to help encourage that. So it's not necessarily just the child working out on their own or doing that physical activity on their own, but pairing that together. So it's, a, um, it's something that you can do as a pair. Uh, next would be um, take some data on what you're doing or just write down, I can do, you know, three reps right now, I can do this three times. And then take that again in a couple of weeks, and use that as your reinforcement and use that as a look at the progress I've made, or to show the child, look what you did. in two, last week, you could only do one and now you can do three. I'm so proud of you. And so it's funny as it may sound to take data on exercising. Um, it can really help encourage that behavior to build and go on um, when we figure out the progress and we see the progress we're making. Um, And then also encouraging parents, if you need help, ask for help. Um, You're not the only one out there trying to figure out how to do this. There's multiple people. (laughs) I'm trying to figure out how to work exercise into my daily um, life. And I am constantly asking for help and saying like, hey, what could I do? I have, you know, 30 minutes. What could I fit into this time? Um, So if you need help, ask. Don't be afraid. Uh, Don't worry. There's multiple people seeking assistance. And um, remembering too that a child with autism or an individual with autism, sometimes we don't necessarily, sometimes they don't necessarily learn just by watching. So we say, oh, let's do this exercise or let's play this sport. And it doesn't necessarily work out. And they're not getting that we need to pass the ball or they're not getting that we hit the the yellow ball with the racket for tennis. So maybe sometimes we need to bring it back as a step and directly teach that exercise. So directly teach how we do, how we play tennis, how maybe we do, how to do a burpee. It might be aversive for that adult, but that child might love going, going up and coming back up and jumping and squatting and all of that stuff. Um, and so sometimes Remembering that we might have to directly teach what that exercise looks like so that our child, our student, our um, person can be interested in that and uh, do correctly um, work that exercise. So there's different things to look at too, but all of the steps that I just labeled are in that affirm packet. And so um, I highly encourage you to go. There's even some data collection sheets that all you can need really to do is highlight and you can put it up on the wall and your family, um, and it can just work as encouragement. There's ideas for different exercises, bike riding, jump roping, um, and even just stretches that you can work on. And so I would highly encourage you to go check that out.
0: Thanks so much, Felicia. And, and you had sent a... A handout, a sheet that we are going to attach when we upload um, this to the portal. So thank you for sharing that with us. And, and so families or individuals who are listening can access that um, in the resources um, list on this webcast for sure. Perfect.
3: That's exactly what I've been referencing. So that's awesome. Thank you.
0: Yes. You know, this has been such a great conversation, you all. And I think it it's really laid the foundation for such a great place to start. And that's really where we are with this, I think, when we're thinking about it. And, and as we were planning for this autism office hours, we thought, wow, January's probably a great time to talk about exercise, because everybody's really thinking about that. And you all touched on that. And, and, you know, as we work on finding that joyful movement, I think that is such a great thing to leave off with is what is that joyful movement that you have and, or that makes your body so happy that you, that you have in your life and you may not be noticing it. Um, take notice of that today. And on that note, I want to thank you all so much for being here and for sharing this wonderful knowledge and information that you have about this. Um, and thank you to the listener for tuning in. As always, we invite you to check out our other webcasts on the Autism Programs Portal. And if you're seeking autism-based resources and supports, you can contact the Autism and Family Provider Resource Team at 505-272-1852. Um, this is Jamie Swalby with Autism Office Evers wishing you a fantastic day. And thank you, Felicia and Lauren and Marit for joining us. Stay well, everybody. Have a great day.